Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the Fan 107.9. We welcome you to the Tuesday Experience. You gave me a look there. I was just waving at a co-worker through the glass in the studio. But you're waving at the camera. No, I was waving at the co-worker. Didi walked by. Oh. And it's nice. We have Didi in the evenings now. Didi from over at K-Toy used to work in the mornings. Now she works in the evenings, so we get to wave at her. Okay. And you gave me a look like that. I was wondering Didi's who you were waving very, at. I saw nobody. I thought you were waving at Didi's the camera. Didi's very like, hey. friendly. Some of our coworkers aren't. <laughs> Dee Dee is a very friendly person. Don't talk about sports girl like that. <laughs> sports girl. Here's a story on sports girl. Yeah, she's not friendly. Well, she's a little salty, but not like you today. <laughs> but either way, so I'm I'm late doing any homework today. I haven't I haven't done much show prep today. I had VBS. I had lunch with the wife. Oh, how'd the sixth graders do today? They did great. They right, got a good. great group. I, right. I got a great group. Those fourth graders. <laughs> not touching the fourth graders. But, yeah, no, no, I don't want to say yeah, that anyway. <laughs> anyway yeah, yeah, I try not to touch them. So, unless uh, it involves thumping and I don't have any interaction with them. Okay. But all that said, uh, I had a great day. Lunch with the wife. Took her shopping. Wow. Bought her an outfit. I'm having a great wow. day. But I got some, some pool issues I had to take care of today. So, I had to get in the pool and clean that and get it all together and all. So, I... I run up against the clock this afternoon. I'm sitting down about 4.15 to do some show prep. I didn't, you know, I know there's nothing going on right now. Are you kidding me? As I said, I know there's nothing going on right Wait now. Wait till tomorrow. Yeah. When I'm not here, by the way. Oh, that's fine, because I've got the All-Star game to talk about Yeah, tomorrow. and Dodger Danny. Dodger Danny's going to be here. Who yeah. loves baseball? And it's at Dodger Stadium. It's, at Do- it's all Kershaw. coming Old, together. Yeah, it's all Freeman. coming together. Oh, yes. yeah, everything. So I'm not worried about tomorrow. I'm worried about today. I've done enough show prep at 4.15. We got so, a guest. So I sat down. We did have a guest. We'll talk about that momentarily. But I sat down to do my 15 minutes of show prep. Get to, 15. I got, I've got a, uh, wow. my iPad and my laptop out. And well, just as multitasking. I, I'm multitasking. 15 minutes. Yes. I'm going to catch up on the world of sports here, see if I've missed anything during the day. Just as I do that, my phone dings. I pick it up at Sports Girl. That's no, already a bad sign. I've cut my thumb. Can you bleed, bring me a Band-Aid? I'm, I'm bleeding. Can you bring me a Band-Aid? She's calling you. No, she's texting me. She's texting, and so she's bleeding all over her phone. Yeah. That she's cut her thumb. Yeah, and she needs a Band-Aid. And can you bring a Band-Aid? Yeah, I guess because she thinks you and I are the next people coming this way. I don't know why she didn't text you. You're the. It says Zach and the professor. Are we on a do not resuscitate list for her just in case? I mean, if we're doing medical aid, it says Zach I'm no, pull the plug on her. The first person to contact would be Zach. Why? Your name's first on the show. There's no way my on any kind of uh, phone list. I'm last. It's always at the bottom. So I get a text. Can you bring it back? Yeah. Well, my first thought is. Well, I can, but I got to do the show prep. What does that mean? You don't know where your band-aids are? I don't know where they are, but this expedites my leaving the house. Because you have to get a band-aid? Or do you think she's bleeding out? I don't get get a description. I didn't get a picture of the wound or anything. Did she say extra large? No. All right, then I was probably... Looking back, I should have said, let me see a picture of it to see how big it is. I got to be in. <laughs> At the time, it seemed a little cold. Yeah, and probably a little inappropriate if it was read yeah. wrong. Yes. So, fortunately, I thought, I better grab two Band-Aids. All right. I, I like that. Because you got to remember, I'm going to 
terrible. I used to treat injuries yeah, in high school. Yeah. She's not real coordinated. So if <laughs> something goes wrong with one. From the looks of that thumb wound, that nafty to that thumb, I agree with that assessment. Oh. So, anyway, it's right on the tip oh, of her thumb. Oh, I hate those. I'd see, you didn't need to say she that. She cut the tip of her thumb. You didn't need to say that. So, it's good about both band-aids because I got to do over yeah, and around. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it's good I brought two band-aids. Otherwise... So, that's the reason she was gone when I got here. No, she's back there now going back to work. Oh, is she? I she's figured not, she'd call that in as a worker's comp claim. She's not as good on her phone right now. <laughs> that one thumb's band-aided up. The tip of it's... Yeah, you know, you don't even get contact when you do yeah. that. It's like you have to you have to transition. Yeah. It has to be finger instead. Yeah. That's not going to work. Yeah. Unless you put on those gloves. <laughs> They have the little touch sensory things anyway, on those little uh, isotoners. So I'm expecting fewer. Uh, you know, she's our boss now. I'm still not accepting that. So I'm, I'm ex- not accepting I'm that at all. Fewer texts telling us what to do over the next 48 hours or so until that bandaid comes on. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not accepting that she's our boss. <laughs> you might as well and accept it. I'm not it. accepting any texts why, now. Why is it because she's a woman? No, it's because she bleeds on her phone. <laughs> Doesn't have any bandages. Who's a boss of a business like this? And yeah, and a woman. She's and not a the woman. Of the business, Wait, she's our boss, and a woman, and Kyle is the boss. Not of the really, it's dumb. Yes, he no, it's really her, and has no band aids. I don't trust a woman that's in charge and doesn't have band aids. You raise kids, you know. She's over programming, calls over band aids. <laughs> well, then we'll we'll all bleed out. That's the case. Yeah, that's how he keeps the whole thing together. He keeps Stick some whiskey on that; it'll be fine. Band-Aids is keeping the whole thing together with that. No Including the show. No kidding. Yeah. Anyway, we do have a guest today. Yes. And uh, I saw this this afternoon. I don't know if it came out yesterday. but it's I saw a few weeks. A few weeks at the high. A week or so. Why didn't you tell me when it happened? If you saw it. I wasn't here. You weren't here, then I wasn't here. And in that interim of all that happening, he got another job. Yeah. Anyway, Jonathan Stavanoa. Who has been Steve Jones' assistant for five years? Stavvy, Stavvy is what yeah, they yeah. call him over at the college. Yeah. Uh, has taken Stumpy. Well, yes, it is. You don't want to be Stumpy. Stumpy, but he's taken on the job as the new head baseball coach at the University of Houston Victoria, which is an opponent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So he's going down the road, and it will see him come back against the Eagles. Yeah. You know what the mascot is? Come on, see if you can remember uh, it. You did your homework. No, but I, I called. we've called games with them. Yeah. It seems like it's, uh, I don't know, I see something spotted like a... Yes, very yeah. nice. Yeah, what is it? I, it's a purple elephants. Really? No, no, it's jaguars. Yeah, jaguars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were very, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. be honest with you, that's pretty impressive. Your yeah. recall is very good there. No, I didn't get it. I just I remember some spotted what, animal. How many spotted animals are there? Well, Jaguars and leopards. What else you got? Is a cheetah spotted? He is. <laughs> well, that's... Cheetah. That's three. But they're all basically the same thing. I, no, they're not all they're the same. They're all the They're all big cats. Okay. You, you only got three choices. If you got yeah. something spotted, you've got it down to three. That's I got good. a dog that's spotted. <laughs> He's not really spotted. Star, or Sark. Is, yeah, I was called nice. him by the wrong name. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Sark is spotted. Anyway, he's joining us at 530 today. Yeah, looking so forward to uh, talking to him about the new gig. Yeah, we'll find and, – and he's replacing kind of a, a Texas legend, if well, you will. Well, a guy that's well-known because of his playing days yeah. with the Strohs. Yeah. And the fact that he coached 15 years at Victoria. Yeah. Terry Poole. So – 
Find out what. Try to find some Victoria trivia to ask Stavano. See if he's up yet. I don't know anything about Victoria. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm going to have to look real fast. We get to a break. Really? Yeah, I'll why get do you, some. Why do you feel you need to grill him over there? I think it's a thing. The media down there in that Houston area is going to be tough on him. You know, it was one of the sad things the guy yesterday talking about playing at Wake and got no media coverage. Yeah, <laughs> and I looked today, by the way, Chris uh, Chris Lanzilli did not get did not, did not get drafted. There were still about 10 picks left when I looked. Well, his name had not been uh, called yet. That's why. He'd be a free agent. They didn't get any media coverage in well, Wake. Well, he did at Arkansas. Well, if he'd have got some media coverage at Wake he, back in the day. And I'll be honest with you, we didn't talk about it yesterday because we didn't want to be rude, but he's full of crap about Wake being getting money for baseball. They're not going to get any money for their baseball well, program. No, and I, I don't, I don't I think, think you guy. paid attention to what he said. I, th- I paid attention to what he said. He said we have some very successful yes. deep pocket alumni yes. that if they choose to do so, sure. they're capable. They're not going to. But it's going to be interesting to see. Because we talked about Vandy and their baseball program. Yes. Vandy has been so good at baseball because they use endowment money right to pick up the difference on scholarships that's right well it's all a matter of how do you want to use your money vandy made a conscious decision to say we're probably never going to compete with the alabamas of the world no there's no probably they're not probably not even going to compete with the Auburns of the world in basketball or Tennessee. They had a minute where they did. They had a couple. That's just it. Basketball again. You get but, three kids, you can do but, it. But baseball's their thing. What's the sport that should be the Vandy thing? It is. Baseball's their I thing. I mean, because let's face it, whether they like to talk oh, about it or not, oh boy. those are the rich Anglo folks there that go yes, to Vandy. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And they're more likely to support the game that is played by that folk. There's no nothing more well, it's not Caucasian I, than college baseball. I don't say it's more likely. I, I, it's more likely because, and you, you hit the nail on the head a minute ago, they're not going to compete with Alabama in football. No. I'm throwing my money away. Yeah, I don't think for a minute it has anything to do with we don't want to spend money on African-American football players. No, no it's not It's They just don't think they're going to get much bang for their buck. They can't get enough. Well, they could, no. but they would literally have to outspend Bama, Auburn, LSU, Georgia, keep going. Yes. all of them two to one. Yes. Because they, they would have to buy tradition. And it makes me wonder again, and I don't know what the, the, uh, the enrollment qualifications are at Vandy. High, but they're, but, not, they're all the same in the SEC. They, they have to take, they had to water down to be an SEC school. Right. But so they, they, so this isn't Stanford. This but, isn't this isn't Rice. No, this isn't Notre no. Dame. They, but they still have high. If you're a non-athlete, you're not going to get in on the same oh. scores athletes. Yeah, no, in. no, no. I'm not talking about non-athletes. I'm talking about yeah. We, they have a different set of scores for athletes, right? And and that's fine. But you know, having gone to SMU, let me just say, it is possible to outspend your competition. And to buy, and now it's legal. Good football teams. Yeah. No, now it's legal. I promise you, when SMU was spending on football players, they were outspending. Well, sure. They that the other schools weren't. No. Sliding money in the kids' pockets. No question. They were sliding more money in. And why football? Because they wanted to bring. That was what was important. That's what was SMU. important. We're in Texas. So 
it's not that Vandy can't do that. I think the stain that was left on SMU was such that the Vandys of the world, the Rices of the world, the Wake Forest of the world, simply say, is it really worth it? No. And, and is that what we want to be known for? No, and, and I think that's a great point. You know, we, we, we sometimes discount. We're going to come back after the break here and talk a little bit about Georgia today, Kirby Smart and, and some of the comments that just came out uh, today. But you, you go to some of these other campuses where football is not be-all, end-all, and professors have a lot of pull. And the academic integrity of a university has a lot of – it is their thing. It is their renown. It's their school of medicine or their school of law or their school of whatever it is. That is who they are. Yeah. That's what the school's for. And they won't sell their soul for football. Well, right now, Notre Dame is trying to decide. The departure of Brian Kelly was an eye-opening event for Notre Dame. You're not kidding. They have come to realize that Brian Kelly came to realize he can't win a national championship at Notre Dame unless they go all in. Yep. Unless they they're get close, to, they can't get close. No, they they, they, they can't never get close. Chuck, no, Chuck, it was set up for them to have an automatic. If they were competitive, Chuck, they were going to be Chuck, in the conversation. The they com- can't win the games. No, they they got embarrassed every time. Right. Every time the Golden Dome got a free pass in, even though most observers said they don't deserve right. it. Right, but that's what I'm saying. They were able to get close because of that. Yeah. that gate that even got them proximity. That, but now with the two game playoffs, it's no longer you get a fluke win and win. Now it's you literally have to beat two quality teams, right? And they just they can't. can't. They, no, they can't, can't do it, and they get embarrassed. And that's why Brian Kelly realized he can't win a championship there, and he said, "I'm going to LSU, where I can possibly win a championship." Notre Dame's got to decide: do they really want to be a real national championship contender? And the only way to do it is to go to a conference. Well, and. The, it sounds like they're negotiating bigger yes. dollars staying in it. Yes, but those are dollars that are going into the athletic department. All right, we got to take a break. I got music going. It's about uh, 15 minutes after 5 o'clock. Reminder Jonathan Stevano going to join us at 5 30. We'll take the time out right now, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan 1079. Thanks to good folks over at Budweiser, the Party Factory, Stuart Title, High Tech Signs, and Fast Signs. Quick timeout. We'll come right back. All right, welcome back. 19 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079-903-735-9905 is the Sonic Hotline. Hope that works because Jonathan Stavano is going to be on it in about 10 minutes. All right, you're making a point about... Kirby. Well, Kirby's statement is just ridiculous. It's just, it's it's more Nick Jr. You would expect Nick Jr. to say that. <laughs> and what he's saying is, he's concerned that this name, image, and likeness thing is starting to take off a little faster than anybody anticipated. There's actually a pretty good story coming out of Texas Tech today about the amount of money that the uh, the Red Raider players are going to be getting, all of them are going to be getting, not like the Texas linemen are getting 50 grand for a lineman. Everybody, walk on or not, is getting a big check from Texas Tech, 
or from the group no, that's from putting the money, yeah. from the group putting the money together. Well, Kirby Smart's coming out today and saying, "I'm a little worried about this is going too far too fast. These kids are getting too much money in their hands." Yeah, yeah. Never heard him say that once when the explosion of SEC head football coaches and assistant coaches payments were just going through the roof. Not one time do I remember Kirby going. I'm, I'm a little worried. You put this much money in Lane Kiffin's hand. Well, he should have said that. It could be problematic. We all go back to Mike Price years ago at Alabama when he got a big raise. It didn't go well. <laughs> he went straight from the press conference to the Bordeaux. Yeah. Roll Tide, I think, was his exact words. I think somebody did Roll Tide, yes. So, I don't remember anybody going, oh, gee whiz, we might ought to reconsider paying these coaches so much money. I wonder if the players ever got to say that. Rotide? No, they're, they're, <laughs> give them all this money, they're all going to be saying it. Yes. But, no, these coaches are, are getting rich too fast. I don't think they're as committed to coaching us as they were before. Yeah, I mean, one of them just got up and left and yeah. went somewhere else. What is, what's that all about? Yeah. Do well, they care about coaching if they're getting $10 million a year? I, I'm Mark Kirby – but yet I agree with him. Yes, this is is going to be hard for some of these kids. But that's all right. That's is that's, it really going to be hard for these kids? No, it's going to be somebody's going to prey on these kids. Yeah, that's what's it's going, going to be, to be hard sad. for them to make financial decisions. Right. that they're not prepared to make. Right. However, that said, it's their labor that's that's generating right. millions upon millions of TV dollars, and they're not even getting a share of that. Nope. They're having to go outside of that to get it. Yep. You were talking about going into the break about Notre Dame. Yeah, they're going to get a big new TV deal wherever they go, whether they go to conference or whether they go independent and stay with NBC. They're going to get a big TV deal. Yep. But are the kids going to get it? Nope. No, that was the problem all along. Right. In the wild, wild west right yeah, now. That's our that's our thing right now. We're still in another probably year or so of this being the yes. wild, wild west until somebody and as starts. The portal settles down, right? And it will due to the fact that you can only portal once, right? Uh, we are in the wildest as the west is going to get no, due true. to the portal in the fifth year and all the things that have been going on. Yep. That said, uh, going back to Notre Dame, I still don't think Notre Dame can compete for a national championship as an independent. Okay. Because with twelve playoff spots. But here's the deal, Chuck. OU has gotten in as often as Notre Dame. Yes. Did they compete for a national championship? Did OU compete? Yeah. Yeah. They played a pretty yeah. close game with Georgia yes. in the semis. But did they have really enough to get over the top? Well. I mean, I think they did. They just didn't win. No. But why are, is OU then moving to the SEC? Oh, well, the same reason Texas is. Why? It's a better opportunity to win that championship. You're getting the better players, and you're getting more. Well, I don't know about more money. Texas it's, may take a it's lot. It's a little more money, but the real difference is you're going to get the best players yes. and play against the best competition that gets you ready. Even if you're one of the top five teams in the SEC and gets you into the playoffs, you're really prepared to compete for a national championship. No, no question. You can't be Notre Dame playing that schedule no, I think, and be ready for a national I think championship Notre Dame run. Can, no, I think Notre Dame can be independent and has to rethink its schedule. I, I think they can still do this. You know, We can poo-poo how good each year are the USC's and the Michigan's or the Michigan State's. Those are traditional foes that Notre Dame's had on the schedule. And so are the military academies. And, and, and Boston College. Yeah. And the military academies. Yeah. And, and they've stayed so tied to tradition 
that they didn't adjust as the schedule needed, as they needed to have more difficult competition, they didn't do it. They were tied to what the alum wanted, and the alum wanted that whole historical thing. they were tied to the fact that they get such a leg up in polling that as long as they stay undefeated or one loss, they're overrated. And they weren't willing to give that up to be playoff ready. Chuck, that's true. They weren't ready to uh, give up the cupcake schedule to be playoff ready. I, I think I, I think you discount the fact how much tradition matters at Notre Dame. I think you're discounting the fact that they yeah. know that they're overrated. Yeah. And they take full advantage. I'm of not it. saying I, I'm not saying they don't get advantage of, but I think they feel unique, and they are. And there's some tie to the past by playing the academies, and it makes them Middle American, whatever you want to call it. That, that has been part of the lake. Now we're at a place, though, where you can stay independent, but you can't schedule them any longer. It's time to cut ties with those guys. If you want to keep playing Michigan and you want to keep playing USC or Stanford or whoever you traditionally are playing, you can still do that, but you're going to have to get out of playing the military academies and the Boston colleges. Th- those can't happen anymore. No. Or, or you have no get chance. the best players. No. I mean, Notre Dame hasn't been sending a bunch to the league. No, no, neither is Texas. No, and that's why they had to join the SEC, and that's why in the end, if Notre Dame wants to compete for a national championship, know what they're going to have to do? You're going to tell me join a conference? No, join the SEC. Mm-hmm. I, you can't win it in the Big Ten. You no. can't join the Ten and not I don't, be in the I don't conference. Think Notre Dame in the conversation. Can. I think not with the USC being added to it. I don't think they can. I think they need to get in bed. Well, that means Ohio State can't. Or no, Ohio USC State can't. I disagree. Ohio State can. Well, they're the can't only they? one that can. You, USC won't be able to? I don't think so. Michigan, we just saw them. I don't think so. Michigan just did. They won a national championship? No, but they're there. They're not there, Chuck. They're in the games. They're there. They may not be winning them, but they're there. If this had been a 12-team playoff this year, I think Michigan loses in the first or second round. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Pretty impressive defense. They did have an impressive That'd defense. Be hard. It depends on the matchup. If they get Alabama, they're out. I'm just saying. If I they think get Utah, they're probably not out. I think there were some teams. I think you discount Utah. I don't discount Utah. It's a good team out of the pack, but I think that Michigan would have beaten them. And I don't like Harbaugh. You know I hate Harbaugh. I know you do. But I'm giving it the, the due, and that was a pretty good Michigan defense. I think it was a good Utah defense, He beat too. Ohio State this year and got the benefit of the doubt. Well, there you go. Penn State at some point in time you think will still be in this conversation. They are in such fertile recruiting ground area you think they're no, going to at some point in time They used beat. to be in fertile no, recruiting ground. Ohio and Michigan and, 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 and Jersey and Pennsylvania and, still are. And who owns all that? That's Ohio State owns all own that. every kid. They own 90% of the top recruits. Oh, but it's not always that way. A coach goes away and something else changes and a program comes You're back right. up You're, again. That's the one thing that could change it. They got lucky when Urban left. They had day there and it stayed yes, where it was. But Urban got it to where it needed to be. They, yes. There was a reason they had to go get Urban. That's right. And yeah. I'm not saying the next guy won't yeah. be the guy that lands at Penn State instead. I, I think Penn be. State, Michigan, Ohio State, USC are going to be the schools that are always going to be in the conversation and I know Penn State's not at the moment, but has the ability to be with the SEC. And if, it, Notre Dame could slip in there and be just USC as good as If USC had guys. gone without UCLA, I might agree with that. Why? They made the mistake of going with UCLA. Why is that a mistake? 
It's the same thing, the reason why A&M didn't want Texas. Why? It's the reason South Carolina sure doesn't want oh, Clemson. Oh, that's different. No, it isn't. That's they, different. They fight over the same kids. There's enough kids to go around for the two schools uh, in Cal- in Los Angeles. Had Texas been in the SEC the last five years, do you think Jimbo would be hauling it like he is right now? I would think not. No. But this has not been a great run for Texas the last yeah, five I years. I agree. But had they been to the SEC, I think they'd have been much better positioned to recruit better players, and I think it would have definitely hurt Jimbo. Uh, and I think we're going back taking, to saying what if. taking UCLA with USC was a mistake for USC. Ah, uh, see, I don't think they get in without it. I think you've got to have two schools. It's like when the Dodgers and Giants moved to the West. You had to have another school. Yeah, or another. At least they were northern and southern California. They're not down the street nah, from but each they, other. You needed two to be able to make it worthwhile. I get two makes it easier, but I wouldn't have taken UCLA if I was USC. I don't think he had a choice. Anyway, all right, we got to take a break. Jonathan Stavano coming up next. We're going to talk some baseball with the new coach of the Jaguars at the University of Houston, Victoria. Why do we care? He was our guy. He was an A&M Texarkana guy. We're going to talk to him next. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. You stick around. We're coming right back. Station. Oh, man. Welcome back. <laughs> Wheels are falling off the big show. All I ask you, because I transcribed that off my phone, I could have easily made a mistake on the number. No. And you? And so I ask you twice to check it, and you start complaining to me because somebody was big-dogging you today. Yeah, it's the wrong number. Well, then that's you why. You sent me the wrong area. It's the wrong area code. Well, okay, try that number. Oh, my God. How do I? Oh. This is tragic. Well, what's tragic is for five minutes I kept asking you to check that number. And you kept telling me some sad story. Anyway, Chuck's trying to get Jonathan on the phone. I transcribed the wrong number off my phone. I wrote, I guess, the wrong area code. You transcribe it wrong. You wrote down the wrong area code. What's the area code? 979. That's nothing like 903. Oh. Oh, hang on. Talk. I'm talking now because hopefully Chuck's getting Jonathan Stavano on the phone who is the new head baseball coach at the University of Houston, Victoria, former assistant baseball coach. Jonathan, is that you? Let's see if he's accomplished this. We're coming on live, aren't uh, One go. I, I got to apologize to Jonathan right away because I wrote down the wrong number. He's got bad phone connection. Well, that goes with everything else that's been happening. All right, let's see. Jonathan, are you there? Yes, sir, I am. There he is. I wrote down the wrong number for Chuck, and that's why it took five minutes to get a hold of you. Well, I hope somebody didn't answer, and, and it was all a mess. So. No, no, no. But I left, I left a message <laughs> on the wrong number. <laughs> so if somebody calls in the middle of this uh, this interview, it's uh, it's somebody at nine oh three with your same number. Yeah. So. Appreciate you joining us today, and uh, a late congratulations on your new gig uh, down in Victoria. Well, thank you. I, I really 
Oh, we got a bad connection oh, with you. We're breaking up there. Uh oh. Uh. I hope he's not driving. If you're driving, you just went under a bridge. We're gonna have a hard time. Well, we may have to try another. Now that you, he, he's still. He's, okay. Yeah, we're getting close. We're getting better. I, I think. Um, I think I might be back. Maybe. Let me let me get let me. He's working on it. We're going we're going to hang out with him here. I think for he's just in the Victoria Subway system. Subway, but I think Jonathan's in it. All right, can y'all hear me now? That's better. Now we got you. Okay, so now we're going in the right direction. Yeah, turn the vehicle around. See, that's one of those things when you're new to town, you got to figure out where the good cell signal is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! I'm, I was driving through a small town, so uh, I think I think I'm far enough away from the trees where we're popping through. Nice. Well, the, the, he, Tony had said congratulations. We didn't get a chance to tell you that, but congratulations on the new job, first of all. Thank you. I, I really do appreciate it. There, uh, um, you know, Ash and, and everybody down here at UHP, um For some reason, they they like me, so um, it's it's. Uh, it's an honor to to finally move up the ranks a little bit, and uh, also get a little closer to home. Um, but you know, Texarkana, Texarkana, last five years, it's it's very bittersweet because of you know, all the relationships and everything that that uh, me, my wife, and the kids have made, and uh, in the athletic department, and um, and uh, obviously you know, Mike Galvan, Steve Jones. Uh, the entire uh, baseball coaching staff the last five years, all the players, uh, everything that goes along with that, and and uh, you know y'all the ins and outs and everybody and and uh, American Legion, the Bulldogs, Kevin Sutton, and and everybody along with that. It's it's uh, you know very bittersweet because they they will be very missed. So. Well, well, and I think that's reciprocal. I think you're going to be very missed. Uh, you know, it's it's <laughs> well, no, seriously, you land in a town, and like you said, five years. And all of a sudden, you become part of the community, and and walking away, you're missed here. Right. Well, I I do appreciate that. I do appreciate appreciate that. That's it's uh, very reciprocal all the way around. So, now, what, what was it about, it's been a joy. What was it about this job that made you think this is the time to move? Well, um, you know, Terry Poole retired from UHB. Obviously, they're in the same conference as A and M Texarkana. Um, I've been very familiar with Victoria. I'm, I'm from Columbus, Texas, which is about an hour 15 from Victoria. So, uh, you know, a little used to the area down here and 20 minutes from, uh, from the Gulf and everything like that. So it's, uh, you know, kind of, kind of feels like home, not that Texarkana didn't, but, um, you know, kind of get that sense of, of feeling and, and, you know, the last few, last couple of years, I've, I've talked with Terry a little bit about, you know, him leaving and, and we've gotten close and, and, uh, you know, kind of, kind of pushing forward to that, that head coaching job, you know, that kind of experience and stuff. And, and, uh, me and me, and the wife and kind of decided, you know, it's, it's time we applied and, and, um, you know, I, I guess, I guess, uh, they decided to go ahead and put me on at, at UHB, so we're we're grateful for the opportunity. Now Terry had been there 15 years, if I remember right. So this is an established program with an established coach. 
that's kind of got itself set. Is in your mind, this is going to be you putting your stamp on what Terry's already done? Or do you feel like, well, you know, he did it his way, I'm doing it a different way, and we're going to change up a bunch of stuff here? Well, Terry, I mean, you know, Terry Poole, he's, he's forgotten more baseball than I've, I've ever seen in my entire life. So uh, to replace a guy like that is, is um, you know, pretty cool. Just to just to play against him the last five years was was pretty awesome. But to uh, really come in there and and you know become good friends with him the last few years, and then um, you know come in and, and take over the program is going to be awesome. He he did a really good job, honestly. Of, of he was still recruiting while he was there this year, even though you know it was announced he was going to retire. Still had guys uh, recruiting and and getting some guys in there. He's he's left me a really good core. Uh, this team went to the RAC uh, tournament championship game last year, and uh, just came up short. Uh, kind of ran out of arms when you play when you're playing doubleheader, doubleheader. You know, three days in a row, fighting through the losers bracket all the way. It's it's tough sledding, but um, you know they got a really good core offensively. Um, you know, we're gonna get some arms in there, get get a few guys eligible that weren't eligible before, and. Um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. When I get there, I'm gonna really focus on the little things. Pitching, defense is key. If you can pitch it, you can play defense. You're gonna be in every single game, and then, uh, and then if you hit, man, you're just gonna roll on top of that. So, um, that's that's my plan, kind of moving in. Obviously, I still got some recruiting to do. Uh, looking for those 22 guys, some transfer guys, and and uh, media impact guys. So, I've been on the phone a little bit, trying to trying to uh, move in that direction get some guys uh from down in that area that are that are available and and uh fill a roster and and get this thing rolling so now you you, ready you spent the last five years with, with steve jones which by itself ought to get you someplace in heaven <laughs> what, what, what's going to be your oh, favorite yeah. jonesism that you're going to make sure that you use on, on your new team what's something steve would have said or does say that you know i'm going to end up saying this I heard it so many times. <laughs> oh man, man it's got to be clean. So keep, keep it clean. There, there's, yeah, I was going to say there's a lot. <laughs> some I probably shouldn't say. Some, some might give give some of his signs away. Um, he, he's very, he's very uh, big, and you know when we're doing bunch scrimmages and stuff, talking about staying on the mat, staying on the mat, um, different things like that. But you know, I, I, I might use that one a few times. And uh, tell some stories about him to uh, to get my point across to to the new guys. But uh, you know, Jonesy in general is going to be missed. We've we've been together for the past five years, obviously. But I played my I played my last two years of college ball underneath him in New Mexico, and uh, he he you know originally offered me my first coaching gig there at Highlands as a grad assistant while I was you know getting my master's and. Ultimately, ended up taking the job at Texarkana, and and I got to to experience that. So, um, so yeah, some some I can say some. So I'll just leave. No, I hear you. Behind. No, I hear you. <laughs> For folks who you know, we've had this conversation with with Michael and with Steve before, and now from a third uh-huh. perspective, you guys landed in town and basically had to build a program from nothing. For folks who just don't get it. How big of a challenge is that? You're about to walk into a place that's got an established program in place. You landed here with no, – you didn't have baseballs. You didn't have uniforms. You had nothing. 
How difficult was that well, process? Well, well, I was lucky. I, I was still at Highlands. I came. I came the year the second year, year after everything was established. So um, it was it was Jonesy kind of going to town there and, and really diving in and, and recruiting recruiting like crazy. Um, you know, for some. For some kids, you know, it might be attractive for a new program. For others, it's like, you know, why would I want to battle up and when I can go to this already established, like you said. Um, but, you know, Jones really, really battled his tail off to get that program started and, and, and get it to where it is today. So, um, you know, Texarkana should be proud of that. Jonathan, you talk about pitching. Uh, the biggest thing Chuck and I have, witness as the program got started here it's just hard to get enough pitching at this level um, have you came up with some creative ideas to how to get more pitching is it just a matter of scouting do you have to sometimes convert uh, position players what's your idea on how you're going to get enough pitching um, well I've got I've got a couple guys that are that um, I'm talking to now that you know obviously the draft just happened so you've got guys that are that are kind of looking for homes, and and obviously COVID's been a little a little crazy with some of that kickback stuff, and and you know rosters full everywhere. Um, you know, getting getting those arms um, to a certain place, you know everybody's looking for arms, and they're pouring money into it. So um, you know it's it's what you can sell in your program, and and as you build that program. Um, you know, finding a way to get get to these guys on a personal level, um, that's that's what what I'm a big fan of. You know, reaching reaching out, figuring out what these guys like, if if it's going to be a good fit in the first place, and then really selling that, driving it home, and and uh, you know, ask them about their about their great aunt that they were hanging out with last week, or or this or that. So, um, really getting to know the insides and outs of your recruits, I, I, I feel like that's a that's a big seller and. And um, you know, got to be attractive to those guys, make it feel like a family, and and because ultimately that's what it is. It's a it's a family of thirty five to forty guys, and they're coming together, and and uh, you know they kind of want to feel that love a little bit. So, it's uh, Jonathan Stavanoa with us uh, this afternoon, new coach at Houston Victoria's baseball program. You you got to spend the last few years with Wyatt. Uh, how special was that? Well, it's, it's funny you say that because I actually got him on speakerphone right here. No. Uh, we're, we're traveling up to Texarkana, but no, I, I tell you what, uh, I didn't always get to watch him in high school. I got to watch a little bit of his senior year, and uh, the last four years uh, for him to play for me, it's it's been incredible. Uh, just just to be able to to see him and and uh, I don't know, be close, watch him grow. He he came in, he went to Sagu his freshman year, but when he came in, he was a chubby. Uh, a little rough around the edges and stuff. So we got him in the workout program, and just to see him mature as an adult and a, and as a baseball player is pretty awesome. And uh, now he's he's got an assistant job at at uh, Arkansas Rich Mountains. So nice. He's moving on to the coaching levels as well. Proud of him. Man, they're gonna be stabbing those coaching all over the place. <laughs> Oh man! How weird's it going to be coming back to Texarkana and standing in the other dugout on that first base side instead of third base? <laughs> I've already uh, already had some guys say that uh, uh, they don't know if they'd be rooting for me or against me. So I don't, I don't know. It's it's going to be definitely interesting. You know, I poured a poured a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into that into the at George Dobson 
over the last five years, and, and that's kind of you know, obviously been the home. So we're uh, to, to face off against Jonesy and, and, and you know, some of these guys that I help recruit and help, help bring to A&M Texarkana, it's, it's going to be definitely interesting, very bittersweet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be working my tail off to beat them, but at the same time I might be rooting for them deep down. I, I don't know. It's going to be some mixed emotions for sure. Right. Well, when, I tell you what, when, when you guys come in for the home series, you stop by the table with us and we'll get you on the air with us again, all right? Uh, I'd love to do that. All I'd right. love to do that. Well, so, I'll tell you what, that's Jonathan uh, Stavanoa. We we thank you so much for taking the time. Say hi to Wyatt for us, and uh, and be careful coming back up this way. And best of luck this next year. And we can't wait to see you and the Jaguars when when you make your trip to Texarkana against uh, against the Eagles. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you. I appreciate it. Talk soon. All right. Bye bye. There you go. Well, it took us a minute, but we managed to make it work. That's Jonathan Stavano, former coach for the Eagles, assistant coach for the Eagles baseball team, now a head coach himself. The Jones coaching tree beginning to spread its branches out there. It sounds like a great opportunity. And he really did put a lot of work into that field. Yeah, he did. All those guys did. God. Yeah. All right, tell you what, we'll take a break. It's about uh, 12 minutes till 6 o'clock. Leaving the yard, Zach and the professor on the fan, 1079. Does your church or business need an upgraded audio or video system? Well, Clear Sound Audio Video has the products and expertise to help you do just that. With featured specials like Shure microphones starting at $40 and Electro Voice speakers starting at $299, you know you're getting the best for less. So be sure to check out Clear Sound Audio Video's showroom at the corner of Kennedy Lane and Cowhorn Creek. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14. 31? I mean, 13? We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Garden Street? Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hug goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood in the Ad Council. All right, welcome back. We've got uh, about eight minutes until 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan, 107.9. We apologize for the uh, connection with Jonathan Stavano as best we could do. He's driving, and you never know in rural Texas where you're going to end in a pocket of bad cell service, and we did the best we could with it. And Hopefully you got a chance to pick it all off. If you couldn't, well... Yeah, we apologize. Either way, we just wanted to wish him good luck. Yeah, and, uh, he's one of our guys. Yeah, 
So well, we send our guys off without at least saying goodbye to them. Yeah, I and mean, congratulations on a new cool gig. Yeah. So it's our annual day for you to kick around the MLB All-Star Game. Well, I get all excited yeah, to go yeah. home tonight. Uh, told Child Brian I'm just going to eat some leftovers really? and drink something cold drink. Okay. And I'm going upstairs. I'm going to be left alone. Okay. Um, Taking this not, experience. Not getting in the pool tonight. What? I'm, I'm not because I love the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, which you hate. Yeah. Well, I don't hate I don't hate it. Of the all-star games, of the all-star games, like the NFL's is the worst. It's dead. The NHL's is not far behind. The NBA's, they figured out some creative ways to make it at least somewhat intriguing. It's a scene. Yes. And Major League Baseball just kind of is there. Now, last night's home run Hitting contest was exciting. Yeah. I'll give uh, Julio Rodriguez most of the credit for that. He made it from the get-go an event to watch. I watched watched it. I didn't watch any of that. See, that bores me. Oh, no, I watched almost all of it. Yeah, that bores me. Now, if I'd have known Pujols would figure out a way to beat Schwarber, I might have tuned in for that section. Schwarber just, I think Schwarber threw it. You think he threw it? I think he threw it. Uh, Really? I think Albert uh, was so... Such an emotional favorite that Schwarber uh, looked at and went, you know, what have I got to? What do I? I'm leading the league in home runs right yeah. now. Do I really need to do this, Albert? It's going to be a cool thing cool. if Albert moves on. Albert moved on. Now, obviously, uh, Soto, who we talked about yesterday, who I just love his swing. Yes. Oh my gosh. He's a half billion guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's. I'm. I'm down. I'm from the Rangers. I'm trying to figure out a way. I'm sure they won't. But Boris is telling him what to do, so as he has in the past. So, so he won it last night. Yep. Although I was now I'm locked in for the uh, the Julio Rodriguez kid. Yeah. I I mean I'm I'm rooting I, for this guy now. See, and that's why I like All Star Games, is because to me, you're catching up and cramming the first half of the season. Guys, you may not have been paying attention. True. I wasn't paying attention to that guy. No, neither I had I. no idea he was part of what neither was going was on up there. Did nope. You? And so that makes a little sense now when you see what's going on up there. Yeah. So, no, you're right. And so that's what I like about the All-Star game. You get a bunch of Now, it's going to be interesting that I'm a little mad at Troy Aikman tonight. You're mad at Troy? Yeah. You? Yeah. But you love Troy. I do, but he took Joe. When he left, he took Joe. Okay. So we're not getting Joe Buck tonight. All right. I like You're Joe Buck. Get Joe Buck for more NFL with Troy than you are with one crappy all-star game. I like Joe Buck calling baseball. He's a guy who's kept up with it and tells me what I've missed the first half of the season. I hadn't well, been paying anybody attention anybody who's going to call well, the game, who's guy, calling it tonight? He's like 33. I don't who, know this who's guy. Who's the guy? He's like 33. I don't know who he'll, he is. He'll get you up to date on it. He'll tell you what's going on. It's, this know. is a produced thing. I trust there, Joe. Did you not trust Joe Buck if he was talking baseball? Well, sure. Yeah. But I mean, I wasn't in love with him. I'm not mad at Troy. I don't care that much. I'd rather have him on the NFL broadcast than I would the All-Star game. It's really? one thing that I don't watch anyway. You don't relate the Buck family, even though Jack know, did the NFL. I know I relate the Buck family just fine. It's, it's baseball. Yeah, but that's fine. But he called the All-Star game. And he called, is, he called the biggest baseball game. Okay. And, and he's calling the NFL, which is the biggest thing. If he, uh, if it's one or the other. I know some people hate Joe. I don't hate Joe. No, I don't hate Joe. And I, I know people don't like his 
presentation necessarily. I think he's gotten better over the years. Yeah, I think he's gotten a lot better. But I, I, I'm not going to get upset. And that I he's thought he always knew what he was talking about. Well, yeah. But he still does. Some of the guy tonight will. I, I, I won't be here tomorrow to, to yell at you about it, but I'm sure the guy tonight will do Why just fine. Why do you fine. feel the need to yell at me? You're going to be wrong. Today. You guy's going to do fine tonight. You're, you see, you're, you're not even giving him a chance. What if he sounds like me doing play-by-play? Well, then you, I won't yell at you. <laughs> I'll say you're right. All right, we're out of time. Tomorrow, Kirk and company. Uh, Wednesday morning, I think the boy's going to make his last appearance before he goes Ooh. back. I think he's getting ready to head back to Dallas after the two-month rehab. You getting paid double tomorrow? Yeah, I'll yeah. double what I'm paid. That's right. Yeah. Dodger Danny in here tomorrow night. You guys take it easy. You've been listening to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor being 107.9. Reach your full potential at Liberty Ilo ISD. At Liberty Ilo, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready.